You suffer eternity as a nobody. And being invisible, I would argue, is almost worse. You can have a very stress-free life if you work in Starbucks. You don't care about the Starbucks once you clock off. You're not at work at the time. You go home, you play video games, and you exist until you die. Uh -huh. That's stress-free, but you have to suffer being a nobody. Alternatively, you can go out there into the world, try and implement your mark on the world, work hard, try to get rich, more money, more problems. You can try and start a business, the stress of that. You can lose your girlfriend because all you're doing is working. This is a new level of stress, a new level of trauma, but at least you'll be a somebody at the end of it. There's two ways to suffer. You either suffer to become a somebody or you suffer as a perpetual and forever nobody. What did Napoleon say? He said, glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. Absolutely. Glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. And when he says fleeting, that's a really good point because everything in life is rented, especially your glory as a man. When you have a good body, it is not a good body as complete. It's not finished. You haven't completed the task. You have rented that good physical condition. You must train every day to retain it. You're going to keep talking as normal. We're aware of the DDoS attack. We're, we're aware that new people can't join. However, um, for the 60 or 70,000 of you who are in the chat right now, good. You, you are seeing us. And we will continue this. And we will. Um, you'll be able to watch this in retrospect once it's uploaded. So we're aware of the DDoS attack. It's being worked on. You've thought about the path to the destination, right? If you have an idea, but you don't have a plan to get there, that's the difference between a dream. Everyone has a dream. We all have a dream. I have a dream. I become king of the world. and I live on the moon. How are you going to do that, Andrew? Dunno. So I'll talk for a little bit. So when we talk about the sigils, one of the things that's most important about the sigils is they all complement each other. So you just nailed it by saying that you went on a super yacht and you expect to see all these killers. Yep. And then you get there and you're like, you're all nerds. Exactly. That's why we started the war room. Talk about excuses quickly. I'll tell two quick stories because both my dad and Amir, my fight coach, used to yell at me for making excuses. And the very basic premise is excuses are not for anyone else to for yourself. It's so you can feel better because nobody else actually gives a shit. And what he said about there's something primal about getting hit and hitting back, I completely agree with that. I think it's inside of every man at some level. And what you want to do is you want to be able to take that approach, not towards just sparring, but life in general. So when you just told me about your scenario, to me, that sounds exciting. Like, oh, my investor's gone. I gotta get the old guy back, that miserable person who didn't want to buy. I gotta get my team motivated. Shit, we need to make some money. It's Wolf of Wall Street. Now it's fun. Let's talk about how women love men. Because women love men by shielding them. Because women can't handle pain. So when they love you, they try and shield you from pain. But it's actually ultimately destructive for you as a man. I'll give you the worst example of it ever. In fact, it's the number one thing I can't stand. It's been a long time since I've been in a street fight because I'm quite a quiet guy. How do they say you get perfect at something? Practice. But that's a lie. And you know why it's a lie? Because everyone says I'm an amazing speaker, but we've all been speaking our whole lives. Most of you have been speaking, a lot of you have been speaking longer than me. We just talked about speech, but in any area of your life, if you're ever blindsided and caught off guard, the number one first thing you should do is feedback. The first thing. I mean, I know this sounds obvious, but people don't do it. We spent weeks talking about how we ended up in jail. What could we have done to avoid coming to jail? Would we have made that choice? You have to understand that you are in a high, highly competitive environment. You're performing. You're the main character in your own movie. Everyone is watching you, or you at least want them to. Everyone you interact with in your universe is paying attention to you. They all have an opinion of you based on what you have done and how you speak and the way you act and the way you dress and the things you've done. So you need to sit there and understand what is the opinion people have of me. Everyone's heard work smart, not hard, right? That's bullshit. It's a lie. That's a lie, because trying to work smart, not hard, is what he described, and it's just a different form of laziness. Karma's real. You can call it God, you can call it live by the sword, die by the sword, you call it karma, you call it the secret or attraction. There's all these different ways of describing the same thing. 
The reason he's doing it is because the guy in the house is doing it. The reason I train so hard is because my brother's fucking 25 kilo bigger than me. What else do we have that we fervently de defend? Because if you go to the Middle East, there's certain things you have to defend. You have to defend God and you respect yeah. your family. If you have like a sick cousin, you take care of him. As your parents get old, you take care of them. Family's a big deal. God's a big deal. You have traditions. You have holidays that you stick by. You eat certain foods on certain days. You fast at certain times, etc. What do we have in the Western world that is beyond reproach, that cannot be insulted or attacked besides that flag? Name something. You can, you, can, you, can, you can attack the flag of your country. You can attack God. You can attack morality. You can attack everything. You can attack children. You can chop your dick off. It's all cool. But you cannot attack that flag. Everything is rented. Your body, you don't just get a good body and you're done. You still have to go to the gym every day to maintain that good body. You don't just get a hot girl and it's done. You still have to work hard for her to always love you and respect you. You don't just start a business and now you're rich. No, you have to start a business and work on that business every day. If you take your eye off the business, it will fail. Everything in life is rented. So when he says glory is fleeting, he's also absolutely notly correct because glory is fleeting and you have to constantly and endlessly work for it and make sure that you never stop. Otherwise it will be taken from you. But obscurity is forever. If you never make a mark on the world, then you effectively never existed. Yeah. And when you're gone, nobody will care. The reason our father is discussed at length is because of who me and Tristan are. And the reason we will be discussed forever is because who our sons will become. And that's very important because you have a duty to your ancestors and you have a duty to God. So you must make a choice. And this is genuine choice for you people at home. Do you want to live in obscurity forever and be invisible and not matter and have an easier life? I would argue that it's not easier because in your heart and in your soul, you're going to feel guilty knowing you could have been something you're not. And you have a duty to your ancestors and to God to be the best version of yourself. Or do you want to try your absolute best and struggle and suffer every day of your life, paying the rent for all of the amazing things around you? We pay endless rent. We pay rent for our bodies. We pay rent for our relationships. We pay rent to keep our kids. We pay rent to keep our business. We pay rent to keep our freedom. Every single day is work to pay the rent. It's absolutely never ending and you have to make that choice. So if you have a pen and paper in front of you, you need to decide, do you want to be invisible with a lower rent bill or do you want to be important and work hard and suffer to make sure that the rent is paid? It's a choice you must make and it's binary and you must be extremely dedicated towards the decision you finally make. They have to isolate us. They have to make us all not care about anything outside of ourselves. Because when you're when you're miserable and lonely and sad and you only care about yourself, why would you put any effort into defending a nation or a country or a street or a town? So what they try and do is they isolate you because divided we fall and united we're much harder to fight. So they try and break us down along lines, the obvious ones, political affiliation and race and religion, all these things, of course, these are the obvious ones. But then the true psyop is when they stop a man being able to truly be in love with a woman or a, a woman truly being in love with a man, so the family's broken. So they do this on purpose again by feminizing the men and masculinizing the women. So men and women can't even be together in a happy relationship anymore. Yeah. And then everything is completely utterly fucked and you end up miserable and depressed, especially men. Men are a lot more unhappy than women because women can find temporary pleasures much easier than a man. If you're a man and you're pissed off with life, how can you really make your life better? You're Joe Schmo, you're Mr. Average. How do you instantly improve your life? You can't, right? If you're a chick and you're miserable and you're mid, you just go to the club. You get taken out, you get taken somewhere, you get invited somewhere, you can date a new guy every week, you get to go to new restaurants all the time, you get flown out to Dubai, you get to distract yourself. How does the average man distract himself from crippling depression? Tell the truth, 
Be a good person, firm handshake, get up on time, say what you mean, mean what you say. Remember, God is always watching and he'll reward you in the end. He is the best of planners, whether he puts you in jail or me in jail. In the end, it will work out well for us and it's the same for everybody at home. He may give you a trial or a tribulation or it may seem difficult to do the right thing now, but in the end, you'll be glad you did it. And if enough people do that, all of this tyranny will end.